Welcome to the Minor Touches to Major Impact podcast, where nonprofit leaders get the strategies and the encouragement they need to see their mission fully funded. We refuse to leave the world as it is. No, we dream of it as it could be. We're kicking history in its sides, and we're having a really good time while we're doing it. We believe that paying attention to the minor touches maximizes our impact for our mission. For the next few minutes, we hoist our sails in a voyage away from mediocrity. Just as fast as the wind will move us, we're racing toward excellence and seeing our mission fully funded. I'm your host, David Oakes. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show today. Glad you tuned in. I'm glad you're here. Today we're going to talk about a really great topic. Can shy people fundraise? Can shy people raise money and get fully funded? But just before we dig into our topic for the day, I want to remind you that certified fundraising coach Kay Helm and myself, we're offering ourselves in a year-end accelerator that you can join now. We've already gotten started. You're welcome to join in with us from now to the end of the year. It's a $49 price tag. It is the deal of a lifetime. You don't want to wait till like late in December or November. Sometimes that can be pretty late to start thinking about your end of the year. You'll want to start now while it's early. So click the link in the show notes and join up and I'll see you inside the group. All right, back to our topic now. Can shy people fundraise? This week, I wrote an email to a select few nonprofit leaders that Mary Valoni and I have invited to join us in a new mastermind we're leading. Now, what started as a simple join today became a moment of deep introspection as I wrote. The more I typed, the more emotional I became. I shared something that so many of the people that know me find very difficult and hard to believe. Now, I'm going to read you the email first, and then you and I will reflect on it together. Okay, here's the email. Hi, and then I had their first name. There's one thing that people who know me find nearly impossible to believe. Just this week in our Champions Mastermind meetup with Mike Kim, it gripped me several times. When Molly Grisham asked for someone to share their thoughts with the large group, I felt it. It gripped me. When Eugene Choi asked for someone to share their ideas with the large group, I felt it rise up in me. When Jeff Goins asked for someone to share their thoughts with the large group, it gripped me. When that happens, I do something instinctively that works to my advantage. I divert my gaze from them. Now, through the years, I've just learned that if you look directly at the presenter when they ask for someone to share, they're more likely to call on you. And for me, during that uh, mastermind meetup, it worked. Nobody asked me to share in front of the group. I was relieved. But there was one time at the meetup when all the people in the room who suffer from my problem went into an internal spaz. Without warning, for marketing purposes, we all had to get up in front of the group and do a rapid, spontaneous, momentary presentation so the photographers could snap some pictures. I died inside. 
The closer we came to my turn to get up, the more tension I felt. It's the same tension that I felt as a pastor every time I spoke to groups groups of people of any size. Yep, I'm talking about every Sunday. <laughs> By now, you know what my problem is, right? I am shy, not morbidly, but I live life afraid. It is the hardest thing for people to believe about me. I'm shy, yet I have raised millions. Selah. Pause and think about that. Now, to counteract my tendency to sit in the back of the room, never volunteer to share, and only act when called upon, I look for opportunities to practice being vulnerable and to solicit help and feedback. In the last few years, the single greatest life changer for my growth has been masterminds. My membership in my mastermind has become the catalyst for my growth today. The members of my mastermind are my biggest cheerleaders. They're thinking partners that love me, but love my potential a little more. And and I go on to say, I want you to have the same gift. Uh, David Oaks. Okay, that's my message. Now, let's reflect on what I wrote. Can shy people be successful fundraisers? Well, of course, I'm living proof. I adopted a saying years ago, do the thing you fear, and the death of that fear is certain. I still live in apprehension and fear, especially when being vulnerable before crowds and in asking for money. But it does get easier. Now, what I've learned is that having a clear path to do something, it helps you to overcome your fear. And for me, having a clear path to do what I'm doing helps me overcome my fear. Through the years, I've taken numerous courses, spent a lot of money on presenting courses, preaching courses, storytelling courses, fundraising courses, board development courses, writing courses, here a course, there a course, everywhere a course, course, right? Okay, what these courses and teachers gave me was a path. I studied Andy Stanley's method for effective public speaking. I paid for it. I paid for and learned John Maxwell's method of fundraising. I adopted Donald Miller's message and framework for messaging. Paid a lot of money for that. I internalized Mike Kim's marketing framework. I embraced Mary Valoni's framework for being fully funded. I learned that having a proven path, method, or framework helps me to overcome my fear of execution. I do have a problem with execution, but here's the deal, what I've learned. I've learned to do what I do while I am afraid. Hmm. It's been a lifelong struggle to overcome my fear, but now I have resigned myself to the fact that I may never overcome this shyness. I just choose to do what I have to do while I'm afraid. Last week, I attended my mastermind meetup with Mike Kim and so many of my friends, precious souls. I was afraid. (laughs) A few weeks ago, I hosted my first online webinar ever. I did it while I was afraid. At the end of that webinar, I offered my first online paid accelerator. Afraid. Not long ago, ask a donor for a million dollars. Afraid. 
shortly I'm going to speak at a large church. I'll be afraid of beforehand and all the, the whole time I'm doing it. I'm rebranding my business right now around my name. I'm afraid. Every day, I try to let my wife truly know me. I do that while I'm afraid. Now, I'm touching deep emotion inside when I admit to you and I speak of it and I say it out loud. I may never overcome my fear, but regardless, if achieving my potential means doing it while I'm afraid, I will do it. Courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is doing what needs to be done even though I have fear. I gotta stop talking right now. I'll be emotional if I keep (laughs) punching on that little sensitive button inside of me. So do you see yourself in my reflections? I invite you to connect with me on Instagram and let me know. That's my thoughts and show for the day. So as usual, I'm going to send you off with some positive affirmations. Always remember, we are proud nonprofit leaders on a mission to create a totally changed world. We're not begging. We're not pleading. We are inviting humanity to partner with Providence to see justice become injustice, to see wrongs become righted, so we can leave the world we found in a better place. It's all coming together. It's all breaking our way every day. We're a little clearer in our message. Every day we learn a little more of the strategy we need. Every day we just see another piece of the puzzle coming together. So until next time, this is David Oak saying, don't forget, it's paying attention to the minor touches that lead to, the, leads to major impact. So long.